Hello, my name is Patricia Plummer, and welcome, welcome to Empowering Life Podcast by Destiny Shaper. On this show, we will help you live a balanced, authentic, and transparent life with those who matters most to you relationally. If you want to learn how to empower your life relationally, this show is for you. I am excited to have you join me on this beautiful journey that I've been on for a long time. Thank you. Welcome back to Empowering Life Podcast. Today, we'll be doing part two of Finding Jesus and Walking Away from Hinduism. I will be interviewing my mother-in-law, Miss Patricia Plummer, and my mom, Miss Aruna Thopper. All right, so continuing this interview, do you feel like you're not Indian because you accepted Jesus? Absolutely not. Uh, I appreciate my Indian heritage and uh, I, I learned um, quite a bit. I, uh, the only difference is that uh, I'm not going to engage with any ritual. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, Indian celebrate Diwali. And again, why would I not engage into that? Because we are praying to idols. And I refuse to do that because I have found love of my life, which is Lord Jesus. He is the only God and I will serve only and only to Lord Jesus. I actually feel that we have gained um, so much because we get to enjoy all the beautiful tradition, yes, all the yes. beautiful food and culture and family get together and honoring your elders and respecting yes. different people and what they bring into your life. So um, being a Christ follower as it has enriched my Indian background. I am. My dad was Portuguese. My mom was Indian, obviously. But knowing Christ have allowed me to enrich my Indian heritage, and um, we just get to build upon it. I've learned a lot from Aruna and my daughter-in-law family, and I'm sure they have learned from us as well. So yes. it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing to continue. Two different culture mixed together, yet yeah. both culture know and love Lord Jesus. Yes. That's the beauty. How has your life been different since accepting Jesus? Well, my life has transformed in a good way. How it is different now I do not have to pray to an idol who don't even exist that's all handcrafted out of stones and woods that I pray to and the reality is Lord Jesus no one has seen what he looks like who it is when we go to church we pray the cross where he took mine and all of our sin on him that's what we pray for and just knowing that that he took my past my present 
and my future that he sees all my sins on him mm-hmm. no idol has done that no idol has given their life they had good life how is that even they did not portray anything is lord jesus trust me people when i'm saying a stubborn indian who would never have changed from idol to lord jesus to christianity trust me he is the only god and having lord jesus in my life is equal to having a deep relationship it's not just me or people going to church makes them christian yes it's having relationship yes. with lord jesus and he teaches you uh, as a uh, like a indian uh, culture i learned how to respect elderly i uh, was instilled with good manners i learned all yeah. that i did good deeds uh, you know like uh, um, having a, a heart for poor people but that's null and voided if i don't have lord jesus in my life if i don't confess he's my my life he's my lord then all those things that many people are doing is null and voided so lord jesus just having him in my life just changed me transformed me i have someone i can always talk to i i just have direct relation with him mm-hmm. i talk to him i share my heart with him even though he knows what is in my heart but i pour my heart out to him and he is with me i do feel his presence with me all the time and that it's been um what was the question again i apologize how has your life been different my life has been different in so many ways um at the age of 16 years old where you are confused about a whole lot of things um not knowing what my tomorrow would hold not knowing what would happen next um my mom was a beautiful person but just had a lot of pressure of life. She had 10 children and had to work very hard. So when I did see her in the evening around 8 o'clock, she was super angry and screaming and raging because she was overwhelmed and overworked. And to know that I had a way to escape and I could share any request or any desire of my heart with God was just remarkable. um the hopelessness i felt where i wanted to end my life because i was told to end my life was just diminishing where i was told that i was stupid and dumb and ugly i all of a sudden as i began to read the word of god <clears throat> i loved the psalms i loved the proverbs i started learning it was like a love letter was being written to me every day when i opened the bible i could literally read a brand new love letter to me telling me about my future jeremiah 29:11 for i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you and give you a future and a hope so my life the difference was and is is that i had hope for tomorrow 
I had courage to face my tomorrow. And I remember as a little girl in Guyana, they were two specific family members that had they had the chance, and this is the first time I'm saying this publicly, they would have sexually molested me. But I realized that at nine years old when that angel sat in my bed all night and was just looking at me, I knew that God had put angels around me to watch over me. And I could always speak to him. I could always say, Jesus, I need you. And so it's been different because before I didn't have a reason to live. Afterward, I had reasons to live. And it's like a... If you've ever been in love or in a romantic relationship, it's like you're excited to see that person. You, it, 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 it just like new gifts that you're opening. And so knowing Christ was like a new gift you're opening every day because he's there for you. As he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you, but I will be with you even unto the end of the world. And then there's scripture that says we're the apple of his eyes. And then I love what Romans 8 says. He said, no good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And so all of a sudden, although I didn't have a good representation of a father, because my dad was in and out because of his own pain and suffering, no blame, no denigrating or demonizing my, my parents. They did the very best. But a lot of parents intentionally or unintentionally wound and hurt their children you can only give from what you have yeah. uh, but knowing a perfect father <clears throat> knowing that Jesus Christ loved me and that he had an amazing plan for us for you um, and Aruna said it she, he died for past present and future sin and so anything that that I was worried or guilt felt guilty about he's already taken that to the cross yes. and all I need to do is to come and say, Lord, forgive me and help me to do, do it differently. Change my life inside out. And so it's been tremendously, it's been a big difference. And the blessing has been, it's just been amazing. Perfect, no. But I have God with me and we have yes. God with us. And we want to invite you to the same life. And if I may add one thing to that, that uh, one of my friends said that, was your God, Lord Jesus, mad to take uh, uh, your sin on him and be crucified? And my answer to that was like, absolutely, he was mad. He's madly in love with, just not with me, with the entire world. And he tell, He's not going to force anyone to pray to him. He does not do that. He is God of love. He gives you option. There is option to pray for him or pray to your idol. But if you want to uh, see the difference that he makes in everyone's life, then you must and must pray and accept Lord Jesus. That's all you have to do and rest. He will handle you as my sister Patricia said, we look forward to tomorrow. I look forward to yes. tomorrow and see what blessing he holds for me for tomorrow. It's amazing what he, what Lord Jesus is, what he does for us. Do you have any regrets? 
after accepting Jesus? I have one regret, yes, that why did I not accept him sooner than when I did? That's my biggest regret. I wish I had accepted him when I was going through the divorce. My divorce from my side would have been flawless because he would have been with me. My divorce was not easy. It was very ugly divorce. So yeah, that's the regret I have with me in my life that why lord jesus i did not accept you even though he took care of me from the very day he put me on this earth mm -hmm. but i wish i had accepted lord jesus way sooner than what i did but it's never too late and why am i saying that because my mom at time she was 74 75 she accepted lord jesus as her savior and my family, who are not believer, thought that we forced her. Let me tell you one thing. No one, no human can force another human. No. My brother, when he was witnessing to me about Lord Jesus, could not change my mm -hmm. heart from idols to Lord Jesus. It's Lord Jesus who works in us and he chooses us. And you can see the scripture about it in the Bible. You can read. It's in chapter Ezekiel 37, verse 26 and 27. That tells you that how Lord Jesus changed our heart. Mm -hmm. So that's the regret. And I'm happy that I accepted Lord Jesus. There's no age frame. You can be one day old or hundred year old and you can still accept Lord Jesus as your savior. I don't really have a lot of regrets because at the age of six, I really felt a pull to really notice God. At the age of nine, when I had that encounter with the angel, I was saying Jesus and calling on his name and just praying the best way I, that I really knew how. But at the age of 15, almost 16 years old, when I met my, who would have been my husband, it was the greatest blessing because he said, you know what, um, unless you come to church, um, we, you know, my mom can't accept you. That God used that in a powerful way. And God used my mother-in-law in a powerful way, and I thank God for that. Yeah. It wasn't negative, because the Bible says, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And so, regrets, I don't have a lot. As a Christian, some of the regrets I have, why don't I share Christ more with people? Because... The Bible says in Colossians 1.27, Christ in me is the hope of glory. So if he is the hope of glory, I need to give everybody that hope of glory. Everyone that I come across, I need to share that hope of glory with them. So don't have a lot of regrets. Although every day I fall more and more in love with this beautiful, amazing Savior. I am grateful, so grateful. I want to invite you, my precious family and friends and 
audience to come and join us. What I love about both of your stories is that God has used some painful situations for a purpose and it was all part of a bigger plan and yes. it's beautiful to hear that. And do you guys have any resources for um, the family listening? I would say um, that do watch, please watch um, the movie called um, God is Not Dead, part one. And that explains so much. I would not do any justice if I try to explain myself but that movie is very powerful. And the other one is the Bible. Uh, the Bible is, is an amazing movie. Actually, it, it is on Amazon Prime. It's, um, uh, they have first season with six or seven episodes. And it's from the beginning how God made the world and how Lord Jesus took our sin and was resurrected. Uh, so those two um, movies, I will strongly ref uh, like refer to you guys and ask you to watch it. And definitely, God is not dead, uh, part one. And I would say that if you want to understand how to receive Christ, it's a simple invitation to say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I'm a sinner and I need a savior to save me. Be the Lord and savior and master of my life. And if you genuinely mean that prayer, he will come in and then you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up. You know, when you go to, if you have a case that you need to hire an attorney, you need that attorney to advocate on your behalf. Well, when we receive Jesus Christ, he becomes our greatest advocate yes. and he advocate on our behalf. And so you are never alone. You're never alone. And I want to invite you that if you're dealing with any pain, any problems with your children or marital issues and addiction or mental disorder or a wayward child, you're dealing with someone that is just, the, the situation is impossible. Know that the Bible says, if you call upon the name of Jesus, you will be saved. Because the Bible says there is no other name whereby man could be saved other than the name of Jesus. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but except through Christ. And so I want to leave this analogy that if you, again, we, we alluded to that earlier, that if you fall in love with somebody and you want to get married to that person, they give you an engagement ring and they exclusively date you. They don't want anybody else to come in and date you and you don't want anybody else to date them. Well, it's the same way with Jesus Christ. He, he's the, the, the word of God says he's a jealous God. And the reason he says that is he wants to give us the very best. When we're jealous, we want what people have. We are in competition with other people. His jealousy is not like ours. It is a different jealousy because he wants to give us the very best. So he is not one other God that we can take and put in our, um, put in our temples or say, I believe God and I believe what I believe. It doesn't work like that. He wants to be exclusively 
because he died for our past, present, and future sin. And this life is not, it's, it's not the real, the, I tell people life is a dress rehearsal for the real event. And so this life is just a temporary state, whether you live 10, 20, 40, 50, 100, 110 years, it will come to an end. And the question must remain, where will I spend eternity? As the scripture stated, it's appointed unto men once to die, then the judgment seat of Christ. We want to stand before him knowing that he is our Lord and Savior. And I must add to that, as Patricia said, eternal life. It is only blessed by Lord Jesus. And we don't have to be like Pharisees or priests using big words when we are praying. When I pray to Lord Jesus, my prayer is like a little child and that's what he wants. If we just say in very simple English, very simple language, that Lord Jesus, please forgive my sin. You are the Lord of my life. Please take charge of my life. That's all. He will accept you. He promised you he's going to be with you. And he, we have relation with, a relationship with him. And he's always with us. And we will be blessed with eternal life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, Empowering Life Podcast. Remember, it's just one part of Destiny Shaper, Inc. Here, we also provide life coaching. I've been a life coach for 35 years and help people with a lot of different issues um, because I believe the mystery is always in history. If you are dealing with any addiction, alcoholism, pornography, a family member that's causing a lot of pain in your life, if you're making poor choices, health problems, weight loss, weight gain, we talk about an array of topics and subjects that can help you get unstuck. And so I offer you coaching. Please reach out to me um, at patricia at destinyshaper.org or message me on Facebook Messenger and I will respond to you. Thank you so much. I'm also um, an herbalist and I can help people with weight loss if you're interested in losing weight and staying healthy as well. Thank you. Parenting is another topic that I'm very passionate about, how to raise healthy, balanced children at every age and stage. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure you follow us online at www.destinyshaper.org and then on Facebook, Empowering Life Podcasts and then Instagram, Empowering Life Pod. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. See you on the next episode.